Hey, you're listening to a bonus episode of Batshio Death Trip. Normally, it would be fun, viewers, males, but unfortunately, we uh, are going to be talking today about the sad passing of one Joey Jordison, 46 years of age, died in his sleep as we are recording this. No further details. Joey Jordison, of course, one of the founders of Slipknot, went on to do other things, including Murder Dolls, a ton of remixes for all your favorite acts. Uh, and then he went on to do Roadrunner United with the Rejects, Scar the Martyr, Vinich, uh, Sinsanum. Uh, apologies if I've uh, said that incorrectly. Um, there was always, towards the end of uh, Joey's career with Slipknot, that whole kind of talk about why he left. We later found out that uh, he was suffering from a uh, acute transverse myelitis, which I understand is a neurological disease akin to multiple sclerosis. And yeah, he's uh, sadly on the 26th uh, passed away. Uh, I only just got this information sent to me by Reese when I was going to sleep last night. And it's it's a pretty significant loss, not just for the new metal community, not just for the metal community, but for the music community as a whole. You can tell how much of an impact Jordison had by the fact that even the BBC have covered um, details of his passing. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's a sad one, isn't it, Reese? By all means. Yeah, absolutely. And we... We won't be doing these bonus episodes every time a member of the middle community dies, but Joey is a very, very special part of, in particular, my life, just as a listener. Like, I talk, my first ever big concert was Slipknot, I think in 1999 when they first came to Australia. That band was the first band that I absolutely loved. And hearing that to go from Sick into Eyeless, those drums were just incredible. And you wouldn't know it from watching me play or listening to the songs I write, but Joey obviously was a massive inspiration to me, but a lot, a lot of other people. And he was obviously a very accomplished musician, drumming, of course, but really good on guitar. When I saw him later in Murder Dolls, I went to that big day out and basically went to see Murder Dolls to see Joey. Like, I was such a big fan. So, yeah, it's um a really, really bit of sad news and I, all thoughts with his family and and the people that knew him and got to work with him and hang out with him yeah i mean he's had so many amazing moments in in both of our lives i remember uh going to download festival in 2004 when metallica were meant to be playing and uh lars ulrich was hospitalized i'm not too sure for what reasons? So James Hetfield searched for a whole bunch of other drummers uh, from other bands that were performing at the festival. Um, Dave Lombardo of Slayer volunteered. Fleming Larson, who was the drum tech for Metallica, he volunteered. And uh, Joey Jordison, he uh, ended up playing the bulk of the songs. And some would say that he even at points upstaged uh, Lars Ulrich when it came to drumming along. Uh, with the songs, so much so that James Hetfield even remarked about, well, slow down, Joey. Um, but that's just a testament to just how flexible of a drummer he could be. He could do the whole new metal double kick pedal stuff, but at the same time, he could like really hold his own when he was drumming with 
with Metallica. He performed with Satyricon. He performed with Ministry. He was very much uh, a musician du jour around the 2000s, not only for his production work and his drumming, but his remixing. I believe he remixed uh, a version of Marilyn Manson's Tainted Love, which became very popular. Uh, yeah, and it, you were wanted to talk about the last three Instagram posts that Joey posted just to give a sense of the optimism and just the real kind of sense of belonging that he had within the metal community. Yeah. And it felt like from his more recent interviews that he'd be, that he'd got some peace from where he was with Slipknot. You know, it must be so weird because he was such an inspirational drummer that he actually inspired Jay Weinberg, who replaced him. Yeah. I love that photo of Corey talking and, and little Jay's next to him. I think that's – it's it's great. But, yeah, the last three Instagram posts from Joey, I just think are kind of special. So the third last one I want to talk about was him talking about Slipknot self-titled and the anniversary of that, so 20 years by my calculations, yeah. So he said on the 30th of June, 2020, it's almost hard to believe how these years have flown by – like blast beats. That's <laughs> so good. That album was and will always be some of my absolute best memories of my life. There's nothing out there quite like it, which I agree with. And what it did yeah. for all of us and the metal world, it made all of our dreams come true. And the overall reaction from the fans almost collapsed venues and stadiums worldwide. We were so determined, hungry and ready to take on the world. And we did, we feared no one. And it showed when we took the stage, it was just that time total mystery. It was, and then he goes into the thank yous. Thank you to Monte Connor, uh, Dave Rath, and all the Roadrunner records. Sophia, John, Ross, the King, Robinson, and Chuck Johnson. To the fans, you guys made this happen for all of us, and I dedicate this anniversary to you. Metal forever. Thank you eternally. Joey Jordison, number one. Metal horns. Metal horn emoji. So that seems like he's in a place where he can reflect, and he's not bitter, and he appreciates... Now, when you talked about the metal community, his second last post was, go to Kerrang! magazine and and check on the bio to read my perspective, the inside story of Roadrunner United. And we're going to do an episode of Roadrunner. Like, we are indeed, yeah. It's on the shortlist. The superest of all supergroups, Joey Jordison, Rob Flynn, Matt Heffy, Heffy? and Dino Cazares um, explain how 2005's unprecedented The All-Star Sessions was born. Metal sign emoji. Read more now with a link in the bio. So I'll definitely have to read that soon, yeah. but also in prep for that. Now, this is what I want to talk about. This last one that he did on the 1st of November in 2020. Happy Halloween. Three ghost emojis. Check out my little buddy, Caleb. Kill this cover of Vermillion and go show his page some love with a like and a comment in support of sick young talent. Hashtag support young talent. Hashtag little Joey. And it's this little kid drumming. Slipknot tracks with Joey's mask on and he's got like disco lights behind him. And it's, it's awesome that he was still supporting young kids playing a cover from a band that no longer required him as a drummer, you know? So, mm. and there was that the few years when it seemed a bit weird between them. So it felt like he was in a good place to share in the good times. You know, you get past that bitterness and then you remember the good times. So I hope that's true. I hope my perception of that is correct, but I just thought that was really, really sweet. Yeah, and I mean, that's 
almost been the modus operandi with a lot of members of Slipknot. I recall I had the good fortune of interviewing Paul Gray uh, when I was being a journalist in New Zealand for the Groove Guide. And he would talk about how he would hand over his bass guitar. I mean, like he was sponsored by Ibanez, if I remember correctly. So he would get a guitar whenever he wanted to, but he would just hand kids over you know equipment and stuff like that the dude even asked if uh, if he wanted if i wanted anything brought over uh when he was traveling because i i was talking about how i couldn't bring any noodle products through because of biosecurity laws in new zealand and so he was just adamant oh you want me to bring over a pot noodle i'll do that for you man and it sounds a very similar thing with um joey jordison that they really did care about their fans. It wasn't like a gimmick or anything like that. You hear with how much passion. There's a fantastic video on YouTube of Corey Taylor at one of the big day outs where he called out Fred Durst for calling Slipknot fans fat. You could just tell many of those members were very appreciative of like their fans, younger people investing into their music. And it's a, it's just incredible to hear how much Slipknot would give back to the young community that gave them so much. And it's just, it's sad. Whatever piece that Joey Jordison was longing for, I sincerely hope that he's got it now. I hope that it brings to attention uh, the neurological affliction that he had. And it's just a sad day. It's, it's It's a big loss within our community. It's a significant loss for both me and Reese because we were both big Slipknot fans ourselves uh, in our formative musical years. And yeah, rest in power, uh, Joey Jordison. I think the best thing we can all do right now is go back, grab our Slipknot CDs and just thrash that first album or whatever was your favorite album with Joey involved and just thrash it, thrash it loud and proud just for Joey.